Listen, babe. The reason I didn't take you... Oh, this is gonna be good. Isaiah, listen. It was cheaper if he came along and we actually made plans after Valentine's Day. You know we weren't gonna get a scene anywhere. This is very, like, I'm here sitting. I thought you were gonna... I thought you guys had a date for me. So now it's just the three of us. I'm sitting across from you guys. This is just Oh, check, please. You know what? Let's just start the show. This is a live. I wish we were live. Live from the Olive Garden on the outside <laughs> canopies. This is Come Sit With Us, episode 26, the post Valentine's Day spectacular. I am your host, the critically acclaimed. No, I'm just kidding. Not critically acclaimed, but the Emmy nominated interviewee. And the co-host, who's also the so Emmy-nominated interviewee. <laughs> it, feel, it feels like it gets more complicated every time we do the show. Oh, like, wait. The, the It's Emmy award-winning interviewee. Of a potential Oscar-winning. Well, no, Fillmore didn't <laughs> win an Oscar. We could have went that way, but no. Yeah. So we interviewed a guy with the Emmy, all right? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's. We, we're going to hang that high. Uh, as long as we can on this show. I'm Mark Flores. And I'm Isaiah Martinez. Isaiah, you know is. The, the restaurants are packed. The canopies were packed to the gills. The canopies. Love birds with masks. Six Great. foot distancing, but very close couples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, so much for quarantine shutdown. Everybody and their mother was out. Yeah, looking for a corn thing. <laughs> looking for a corn thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Would you rather have COVID complications or, or romantic complications right now? Tough <laughs> question. <laughs> the hard questions here on Come Sit With Us. Oh, man, bro. Coming I guess, up next on I, 60 Minutes. You know, I guess I have to go with the the complicated things. I don't know. I don't know what the with the romance, I guess. I don't know. That's a tough one, man. I don't know which one to choose. Yeah, that. Either way, I'm going to fall on the soul. You answer that quite politically there. Yeah. I just finished. uh, (laughs) COVID or complicated romance? I basically (laughs) put you in a hard corner there. Either either potentially die or, you know, just get like totally like played and like frustrated. Or a life anew with someone anew. Right. Well, hmm. I was telling you, bro, it seems like everybody is getting hooked up now. Like ever since this right. Valentine's Day passed, like everybody's like, there's like people I've known who are single who are now hooking up and now they, the surprise, like we've had this long relationship, you know, this is the man or whatever. This is the girl. Um, I'm seeing a lot of relationships. I mean, as I'm saying this, literally Mark is on the edge of like becoming in a relationship himself. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like looking around like, okay, you know, I guess love is in the air again. I thought everyone was in quarantine, but apparently Cupid's been busy, you know, shooting some arrows around <laughs> everywhere while, you know, we're catching. Well, I know. Really yeah. catching, but Either you're catching COVID maybe. or you're catching feelings. Yeah. There you go. Maybe. If you're not catching COVID-19, maybe you're catching the byproduct of what's going around and it's contagious. And that's love, Isaiah. There's a bug in the air and it's either COVID or it's a love bug. It's one of the two. Yeah, well, there's a thug right here. (laughs) (laughs) That was stupid. (laughs) I give it a three out of ten. How do we go from there? 
because we said a lot within this, what, five minutes here. I, I, it was hard to, it was very difficult to get some, to even go to a restaurant this whole weekend. I wouldn't know, bro. I didn't, oh, <laughs> I didn't let, have a chance to look right, for a restaurant. Right. Because, you know, I'm playing it single right now. But yes, I imagine it would be pretty tough because one, it, one and one already it's, it's hard enough because you don't know whether the restaurant's going to be dining in or in their tents or whatever, or they're doing court. Curbside. Everything in California. And this is us just secluding our large audience from California. Mm-hmm. They're all intense outside limited capacity, all intense, not intense. Like, Oh, this is really intense. It's no, intense. no, it's, That's what it's it sounded literally like. it intense. Sounded like you were talking about we were all intense. Like, <laughs> We are kind of intense too while we're at it. Like not just intense, but we're never mind. Jeez, Isaiah, I had it so perfect. <laughs> and you just bombed it. Why? Why? Where were you gonna go? I that? said intense already. And then I went intense, like like in a tent. Jeez <laughs> Louise. Your intent was to get intense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a lot of intentions. Hmm. So, yeah, it was very difficult to get restaurant seating this whole weekend because you, you know, this is the, this is that weekend where either, either couples have to reignite that flame that they've once, that they've once had, you know, or try to reclaim something that's once lost. All, all the while looking over your partner over a Denny's Grand Slam over a over a canopy under a canopy it's to me it's still not the same in a canopy none of it is yeah i rather i rather grab a bunch of food or, or order to go and then just go to the beach i like the thing where like you sign a death waiver like and they'll let you <gasps> oh just yeah isn't that romantic <laughs> you don't you like signing over death waivers over a candlelight dinner <laughs> But at least you still get the ambiance still, you know, and you just, you, you know what you're getting yourself into. I don't know. Yeah. Because I remember the one time I went to go uh, to uh, OG's to go order some wings and beer. Um, they made me sign one of those death waivers. And I was like, yeah, I'm watching the Knicks game. I already know what I'm getting myself into. I already know that there's a lot of death and heartache involved watching this team. Yeah. But then I found out it wasn't related to watching the Knicks play. It was actually because of this um, global pandemic. The strangest thing, huh? You would have never thought in a million years you'd be signing a death waiver to eat. <laughs> I know. I just want <laughs> wings and a cider. Can I just get that? I just want 12 wings. <laughs> yeah. I'm not asking for much. I mean, yeah. That's pretty crazy. So did you get to go out on this weekend on any type of Valentine's date? I'd like to say that it was Valentine's Day related. And I also <laughs> I also went to have some great barbecue. Uh-huh. But it took a lot of of advanced planning and mm-hmm. by advanced planning I mean very last second stuff okay. where I had to basically get there early enough to like estimate the times and like grab, you know, grab any uh dinner avail- dinner seating availabilities I could. So I did. Where did you end up uh, reserving? Um... I went to uh, a Lucille's barbecue. Ooh, okay. Always good. Consistent. Yeah. Consistent barbecue. Have you ever tried the place right across um, a crossover from it? Paul Martin's? I think so, yeah. I haven't. 
I saw mm. the menu. The menu is really good. Somebody was asking me about that spot too. <laughs> I tried to call, and I tried to give them like the old like. I tried to you know con them, but by con them I mean hey, uh, did my reservation go through for five thirty tomorrow? And they're like, no, we don't see <laughs> really? it. I'm like, can you check? And then check this out. So this is where I this is where I flipped it on them yeah. because I wanted to get you know nice right. restaurant reservations. So I was like, so what are we gonna do about this? <laughs> <laughs> Try wow. to put them in a bad spot. Yeah, you know like, what works? What would work even better is if you went there and you went there ahead of time. You realized, or you looked at the name tags of whoever was there, grabbed a name, then called and said, "Yeah, I spoke with so and so. This person reserved it for me. I spoke ooh, with so and so. Nice. I keep just saying their name. And oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> but it also has to be wow." Never mind. I'm not going to go too much into that. But yeah, yeah. how do you reserve? Yeah, we're going to find out how Isaiah reserves his dinners, his dinner reservations. You I mean, can't. You can't. Indo- you can't divulge too much of those secrets, can you? It makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really go <laughs> well, too yeah, much I can't. into. <laughs> I can't really go too much into it, but you know, it has. To, it involves a call. It involves a call. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Hey. um... Let's just say this: I could I could manipulate my voice, or it could sound very different, or it can sound like, you know, like I. There's a guy on the. There's a guy on the other line that sounds like Christopher Walken <laughs> that really wants dinner reservations. Want, what do I do? I want my smoked salmon. <laughs> so I did. Uh, I did one of my pin events over in Santa Ana, and the. The event went very successfully, but also it actually actually had a first. I actually caught someone trying to steal something from my booth. Wow, that's yeah, that's and it's a first. I've never in in the longest time in the history, rather, of the notorious <clears throat> pin, hath no one stole from my booth at all. If they did, I've never caught them. If a one dollar sticker is yeah. What you want to do to get off and get yeah. either get caught by me or not, that's on you, bud. But this guy made it so obvious. He might as well have left his like ID, his name. Like I caught him red-handed trying to pick up the pin and trying to head out with it. I was like, um, can I help you? Mm. <laughs> and he's like, oh. I was like, yeah. Yeah, have a good night, man. Oh, like, okay. At least you got him. At least you got him to comply. You know. Yeah, it was. I'm just some. To my to my conclusion on the whole thing, is that some people just have that urge to to, to take things. Yeah, it's not even it's not even stealing to them. It's just taking it, and I guess the rush of getting away with it. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, you know, I have a bad habit of like picking up something at work. Like I'll just pick up like let's say like my coworker's pen or something sometimes, and I'll just like take it with me. Right. Like I'm notorious for that. I like, I don't even realize that I do it sometimes in this case. I don't know. Is it the same thing though? Like when you're in a, when you're, when you're in these like flea markets or, or pin events or whatever, you know, it's, I think that was pretty, I think that was probably intentional, right? The the way, see the way that I have my pins displayed is that I have all my display pins affixed to a board. I don't have multiple, I don't have none of them new and wrapped up. Like, like you would take how you would take a candy, like, 
like candies from a, from mm-hmm. a display rack. Like you could take it and go to the checkout. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's not my style. Like if you want a pin, you ask me, I'll grab it and we proceed with a transaction. This guy went the step further and just tried to take it from my display. So he actually grabbed the pin, pulls it off himself, yeah. observes it himself in his hand. Oh yeah, that's 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 uh yeah. Too so much, I had, too tempting, I think, for somebody to like, you know, even contain their own self, you know. Right. So I was closing yeah. up shop and when I'd break down all my stuff, I you know, I take down the stands, take down my table and mm-hmm. all that. So I had my display board on I had my display board laying flat on the table, not standing up anymore. So it obviously shows that I'm closing up. If there's any customers that still want to take care of some business while I have it out, fine. But this guy's still like I turn around and I see him lifting up the pin and he's just looking at me and then he just like transforms and transforms into this deer in the headlights and drops it. And I'm like, can I help you? He's like, Oh no. I was like, yeah, have a good night. Hmm. It was just him and his, him and his buddies. I end up like teeing along as they like almost got caught stealing something. So, would no. you, what would you have done if he like kept it in his hand and it was like he took off running with it? Like you would have to let it go, right? You can't chase the guy. I'm not gonna make a big scene about it. It's it's if he like a big long chase scene, like a big long like hey, <laughs> you don't it, stop. Like you just follow him all the way home for that. One I'd have to, uh, to to say to end up doing something. I'd have to make a point. I'd have to make a point that no one no one can. No one's going to do that to the pin community mm-hmm. because there's other pin vendors there. I want to make sure that, you know, if someone else tries to steal from my booth, that they're not going to try it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like physically assault this guy. We'll have him detained. I still have to figure out a way to how to do that. But I mean, I'm sure there's <laughs> going to be a way, yeah. but I'm not going to be like throwing blows on some dude just because he took one of my pins. I could detain him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, true. but, true. um, no, I was just to, curious. I was curious, like, how far you would go to, like, you know, stop the guy. Coming up next on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> Mark Flores is on the run. <laughs> what happened? I'm just picturing you chasing this guy down the alley or something. Like, you, hey, LAPD. Hey, get over here. Yeah, LAPD. <laughs> Out of my way, LAPD. <laughs> undercover, cop, undercover. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a, I'm a d- undercover cop selling pins. <laughs> I can't believe I, I can't believe that that happened. I was shocked, but yeah, I ended up going through my day not really taking a taking much from it because it was really it wasn't it's, a big deal. Yet it was like wow, some people like tried it. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I guess I mean, like you said, it's like the first time it's happened, but you kind of expect at least like you know you've been in the game so long, like you've had this as an experience, you know. Like somebody tried to steal from me once, like you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look about that. it like that. Um, but yeah, you're right. It always sucks though when people steal from you. Like I hate that feeling. Like, um, you know, I've had that feeling. I've had that before where we had like we had some family who brought over their like friends who I didn't know who they were. Right, so they came to our house, and at that time, Nintendo sixty four was like the latest, the latest, right? And we had Bond, we had ten eighty. Um, I forgot what other game. And I think Cruising USA or something. And the three games got jacked. Wow. And I didn't realize it until like later. And I was like, well, 
I mean, I'm sure it wasn't my family. So I'm pretty positive it was the friends like Man, that sucks. invited. So we hit them up and they're like, no, no, we don't know about it. So that feeling like that does suck. That feeling of like getting stolen from or whatever. It sucks. To me, that's kind of low too. <clears throat> but you learn your lesson, you learn from experience, you know, on like, you know, putting certain things away when you invite when people come over that you don't know. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, eh, you have that under your belt now. You've been doing the game so long. It's like, yeah, you can say that's happened. Yeah, somebody's tried it. Yeah. I <clears throat> just, just uh, like make up a story to say like, yeah, they didn't live to tell about it. Like, <laughs> you know, go. <laughs> go they're into, not like, around. To, let's just say they're not around <clears throat> anymore. Yeah. Let's just say, uh, you know, uh, let's just say he doesn't uh, can't walk anymore. Like something. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's just say let's, let's, let's just, just say you won't be able to grab anything anymore. Let's just say I did something incriminating. <laughs> let's just say you won't you won't be around these parts. You know, you know in life. <laughs> yeah, so that's happened. Um, I was able to take from it all that experience. I'm glad you brought that up. That's uh, as far as getting the experience along the way on that. I didn't look about it like that. Sometimes you do got to look at stuff like that, though. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, what are you going to do, bro? You know, there's people out there that are going to be like that, you know, kids or whatever. What are you going to do? You know, are you going to slap sense into them? Like, what are you going to do? Like, you know, what are you? Oh, man, I haven't <laughs> slapped anyone in a long time. Imagine, imagine you were just able to give them a big lesson after this. Like, you know what? Let's actually talk right now about what just happened. You know, you psychoanalyze the pin, them. Like you brought, you just dropped the pin. You picked it up for a reason. You thought I wasn't going to turn around. Like, let's really think what, what's going on, bro. Like, let's talk about you right now. No, Dang. Kidding. Hey, see, that's one thing about the Hispanic culture is that most Hispanic males do not like deep dives into their own psyche. Because <laughs> it's, cause it's too... It's too uh... it, it, it counter... It, it's like a counter... Uh, it's a counter to their machismo. Mm-hmm. To the, it's a counter to their male... To the, to the male personalities that they haven't taken yeah. a deep dive into. Yeah. So by me yeah. doing that to this, and now I just gave up the goods. It was a Hispanic yeah. kid. Uh-huh. If I deep dived into this Hispanic kid, mm. I, I would have just shot. I would just shot generalizations. But yeah. why would I do that? Yeah. But doing that would probably broke his heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. You're right, yeah, fool. My mom doesn't kid. love me, man. I'm sure he's a kid, you know. And you're right, fool. I only do this to impress my decisions. dad. Eh? <laughs> You're right. And then he pays right, me Mark. for the pin. You're right, Mark. This is going to change my life forever, this conversation. <laughs> yeah, just a little full house moment, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. I was uh, speaking of full house. I was watching Saved by the Bell. <clears throat> speaking of full house, I was watching Saved by the Bell. Because it's in the same 90s, you know, oh. TV sitcoms. You know, they well, they have the moment. I think it was the same like, network. I think learning, we're right on that. A learning lesson or whatever, yeah. you know. And, uh, I just, just, just watching it. It just seems it's so funny because when I used to watch it to me, Zach Morris looked like more grown up. He looked more cause I was younger at the time. Right. So he always seemed kind of like older. And now when I'm watching him, like, dang, he's like this little kid, you know? Yeah. But, um, 
I don't know, just watching those shows is kind of funny because you don't see that anymore where they have these big old moments and it's like this is a lesson right now that we're taking away from this are, so are you talking about the old save by the bell or the, the, old re- the reboot it's old save by the bell okay got old it old save by the bell yeah where Zach Morris like froze time and he's able to talk to the audience when he breaks the and yeah. he breaks the fourth wall right right yeah I was watching an episode where he's like listening him and Screech are listening in on the girls slumber party and he wants to know what Kelly like if Kelly's gonna go with him or Zach and then they found like the wire, like <laughs> the wire. They found uh, like the same thing. So they found the wire, and then they were like playing a joke on him, and like um, I don't know, they were just messing around with both of them. But yeah, you right. don't see shows like that, bro, where they like break down a big old lesson from the the show. It's it's just funny when you watch it now. It's funny. That reminds me of the the group <clears throat> chat that we had where we were talking about Screech. Oh yeah, yeah. Rest in peace to Screech, mm-hmm. um, Dustin Diamond passed away at the tender age of i believe he was 44 years old wow yeah young cat young cat young cat he swore by he swore by him getting the like the most play over on the haunted mansion ride at walt disney world not even our disneyland the walt disney world getting the most play yeah he would at the he, haunted mansion ride? yeah apparently the, the most shocking <clears throat> thing is not getting play on the haunted mansion is the fact that screech got play oh that's the <laughs> but um which is kind of why I posted that um, when I did my rest in peace to Screech. I had that scene from Made on my Instagram stories, Instagram at Mark's Modern Life, um, where it was Vince Vaughn saying like Vince Vaughn's character was so shocked that Screech got ahead of him at the club than than him. Uh, it's like show me on your list that Screech is on yeah. those Screech is on the list. Show me on that list. Very underrated movie. Made is very good. <clears throat> So Dustin Diamond, yeah, passed away, but uh, passed away at forty-four, and apparently he wasn't liked by a lot of the people on the Saved by the Bell cast. Post Saved by the Bell, I guess he was a little bit of a dick, hmm. but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, a lot of try to find a child star that didn't have any issues, you know? Yeah. I feel like he looked the same all the way through. Oh, for yeah. For a long time, I, too. Him and Mario Lopez. Well, Mario Lopez, Zach I even, don't think he's aged at all. Even the guy that plays Zach, he even looks kind of the same, similar. But you, you can tell he's grown up, but he still kind of looks similar. Yeah. And that chick. Um, <clears throat> Kelly, even, I think. Oh, Tiff, uh, yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Yeah. Man, she was a she was hot. I remember when she was all grown up in that. Uh, oh yeah, she was for sure in that uh, Fox drama Fast Lane. Yeah. So there's a short-lived post Fast and Furious copycat uh, drama called Fast Lane. Mm-hmm. It involved Tiffany Amber Thiessen and um, Bill Bellamy. That's too deep for Dev, me. Dev Jam that. comedian Bill Bellamy, the more former you know. MTV VJ. <clears throat> the more you know. Yeah, exactly. This is. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of the mo- more to the evidence of Mark watched too much TV when he was little. <laughs> I'm just amazed at how you organize all these facts and you still can bring them out. Oh, like, I didn't even have this written down. I know. How do you like that? That's what I'm saying. So back to the back to the point. I mean, yeah, Screech kind of looked the same and Mario Lopez still uh, still, has, still has an aged a bit. Now, I, you actually met 
Mario Lopez before or something, you ran into him or like had an incident with him or had an you, you try to steal one of his things. And <laughs> I try to steal one of his pins <laughs> in a tent or something. I don't know. Yeah. Me and, me and Mario Lopez were in a tent once. Um, <laughs> we were at the city walk, me and this, my girlfriend, my then girlfriend at the time, this was 2015 and we we're walking to the city walk going to universal studios. And as you know, Mario Lopez has this uh, show on E Hollywood E, you know, like Extra. I guess it's called Extra. But I forget yeah, what network. He was network on there for on. a little bit. I think yeah. I think Extra's on ABC. Yeah, I, I said I said E. That I think that's different than Extra, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think he was on Extra. So they 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 shoot live from the Universal mm-hmm. Studios in front, and I'm on the second floor after I parked my car and then I'm heading down the escalator to the main part of the city walk where Mm -hmm. all the, you see the main signage for all the restaurants and all that. And so as I'm heading towards this escalator, heading down before I hit the escalator, I get a shove from one of the security guards Mm -hmm. and he's like, Oh, excuse me. We're in a bit of a hurry. Yeah. Out of the way, kid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Moving along. Excuse me. He's all bulldozing through everybody. And, and I'm like, what do you mean we? Because I yeah. only just saw him. Yeah. And I'm like mid-shove. Like right. I'm, I'm trying to like absorb all the shock of yeah. getting shoved. Um, gentle shove. It wasn't, you know. It sounds like but, it was like a big stiff arm yeah. or something like that. And then, <laughs> and then I see next to me this 5'8 little Ken doll. Wow. You're going to clown on him now? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just stating his height. Wow. And I look and I'm like, my first, the first words out of my mouth. And this totally nullified any more further engagement to this guy. Mm-hmm. Homeboy stuck on his phone and I'm like, oh shit, it's Slater. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, I was just like, oh fuck. I am not talking to this guy for the rest of the thing. I could have like got a selfie in with him. Maybe. I don't know. Um, my. It's like no preppy. It's not like. Yeah, I don't know what he'd call me, you know, at that point. He's like, mm-hmm. what, you want to go, what's a big idea, you know? I don't know what he was going to do, but still affixed to his phone, like nothing happened. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I was like, there's Mario Lopez, uh, so-and-so, to to my then-girlfriend to keep anonymous. Right, right. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's how, that's my close encounter with uh, Mario Lopez there. Little five eight guy about one sixty soaking wet, soaking wet. Well, yeah, I mean, but he he was he was that thin. Oh, okay, gotcha. They they really built him up to look like you know taller, and I thought he was Dude, taller. You just keep piling on this clown. Oh, this roast I just want right I'm just in, I'm just <laughs> stating the facts. Stating the facts. Okay, that's it. All that's all I can do because I'm, I'm tall. Sure, I, 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 I'm sure he would appreciate you stating these facts if right. you would listen. Well, right the now. fact that I'm taller than him or or more. <laughs> but he'll. I'm sure he'll probably do like one oh, of these dude, flexes. He'll, he'll, that he'll plus probably outflex you a little bit. Oh, dude! All he has to do is show me is show show him the bankroll, and I'm like, yeah, I wish I was you. He right might now. have a shot too, bro. He might have a like a wicked three or something like in his sleeve. Oh, like a shot or something. He's more than welcome to all that. I think he has some dance moves too, bro. Oh, he's way better. I can, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you Charlie that first. Yeah. Um, Freaking Mario. Freaking yeah. Mario Lopez. Mario. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have any encounters like that, bro. I, I never, never ran into anybody like that. The, cl- the only one that was similar to this was 
when I was walking on um, where the stars are at in Hollywood. Yeah. No, actually, I was in Chinatown. I was in Chinatown, and we were just shopping over there. And then this old rugged guy, like, kind of bulky a little bit, but he kind of looked like he. I, mean, I don't know. I didn't think nothing of it, but this guy is walking with the white tee, you know, kind of rugged or whatever. He's just walking casual, and he has like one security in front of him. But I didn't really. I didn't stop and think like, oh shoot, like this is this is Sylvester Stallone like walking by me right now. I didn't think that. Like until like after I once he passed me and then I thought about I'm like was that was that Sylvester Stallone right now? Oh no and I way! I turn around and it's just this fool like walking down like Chinatown and with the security guard and I was like dang I didn't even say nothing or anything like that like I, he Aww. he was just walking around you know he might have said yo what's up or like you know <laughs> you know <"Ooh." laughs> you, I said, yo you like yo, beef broccoli yo. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was the only type of similar to encounter like what you had. You but then what would have been very very similar if you would have bumped in, and be like, oh shit, it's Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> then I would have sucked. <laughs> like, I'll yo, show you him. You ain't worth my time. You're better than that. You're better than that. He, you're all knocked down to the ground. It's like it's about how many times you could get punched. <laughs> it's not how much you could hit. It's how much you could get hit. Once I'm all knocked out on the floor on the cement and keep going. <laughs> That's how winning is done, <laughs> and I'm all knocked down on the floor on the side. All passed out. He's getting getting a lecture by Sly Stone. <laughs> he's still tight. He's grabbing my shirt while I'm all passed out. Oh like, That's my how gosh, winning that'd be is the worst. done. <laughs> you go viral real quick because of that. <laughs> my eye hanging out of my socket. Too, like. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> no, you don't got an eye. <laughs> I looked like you once, but I got up. Oh my gosh! You keep fighting. I own everything. That's the thing. That's the whole thing about Rocky is like, you couldn't like be more strategic, bro. Like you couldn't just like block better or like have better defense and just like stay. That Hollywood production of Rocky was so no, no boxing match has ever been fought. Like any Rocky one through six, maybe Forrest Griffin, maybe Manny Pacquiao. I've had a couple of fights like that, but like you don't go in like you know like every fight Rocky's had it's like almost like he's near like death like his yeah. bloody mary like his <laughs> dude <laughs> stigmata I'm, out like, there like they were just all they did through all the Rockies was just trade shots right exactly there's like where's the where's the defense bro like what kind of boxing is this they were shoot they they started doing more more of the defense in Creed two, one and two oh I wish Creed like the creeds would like go on where he would fight like Mayweather would feature in this. Like, oh, creed. wow. And for the first time we see him go down. Oh, I would love that. You couldn't book. You couldn't. I'm <laughs> you, thinking in wrestling terms you now. I was like, you couldn't him? even book you Mayweather. Could Mayweather, Mayweather wouldn't even sign on for that. You don't think you could pay Mayweather to go down? Like, I mean, no, 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 like that <laughs> to go down. I'm sure you paid him enough. Um, <laughs> um, for theatrically, yeah, you probably can. There is a price you'd pay. Uh, you you'd have to pay for that. I'm sure. You don't think that would bring butts in the seats or whatever? Like, yeah, of course. Seeing Mayweather go down, and I, I think they had, they did it at WrestleMania, but then of course he got over. He didn't he didn't lose to the Big Show at WrestleMania when they had that. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know he was he had his little match at WrestleMania with the Big Show, <clears> but it was the old like I'm gonna hit you with the brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. So it still got heat on Floyd yeah. as he won, but yeah. then it kind of made Big Show look like, oh well, 
he lost, but he lost to Brass Knucks. Oh, okay. So it kind of made the booking look. Yeah, so it was. It, he didn't lose that both bad, of them. essentially. Yeah, yeah right. right. So you had that. Hmm. It was really good, though. Yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, it'd be a no-brainer. You pay Mayweather right now. He's not fighting or nothing, so why, why not pay him to be in this movie to go down? Um, yeah, it makes sense to me. I don't know. And he's a, he's an awesome villain. Everybody like dislikes him, so yeah, it'd be a perfect villain for the for the movie. That would be nice because who did we have? The only realistic boxer that we had after that was what Antonio Tarver. Yeah, um, in the uh, Rocky Balboa, I guess Rocky. What would that be six? Mm-hmm. Where he was like a fifty year old man. Oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> trying right. to fight the the world heavyweight champion in like a what if scenario yeah exactly that was funny yeah Antonio Tarver was like I think the only boxer well besides Tommy uh, Tommy Morrison Tommy Gunn mm-hmm. as he was known in Rocky 5 yeah so yeah that was there too a lot of good stuff a lot of good stuff we're bringing up here on Come Sit With Us we got a whole variety bag of segments for you guys here as you guys may know too i myself run my own small business called the notorious pin where we sell pins shirts all types of apparel available at the notoriouspin.com make sure to follow us on uh, instagram at l notorious pin we also got isaiah's uh podcast venture the deep end over on the deep end network and then we also have the come sit with us Instagram at uh, uh, come dot sit yeah with it's us. come dot sit with us, so that's good too. Make sure to follow us up there, just to keep posted with current links. If you ever need a link to the latest episode, make sure to follow the Instagram. Just hit the link and we'll be there. A little tough to update all the uh, social medias. Got too many to. No excuses, man. <laughs> Thank you. That is true. <laughs> Needed that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here at the Deep End Studios, and I'm looking at Isaiah's glass case, and every time I come here, I see more and more action figures, and I want to know, Isaiah, how did you get into this very cool hobby? Because I used to do it with a lot of video games and stuff, but... Doing it with uh, collectibles like uh, I see you have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You yeah. have a bunch of the action figures from Batman the Animated Series, and a whole lot from the it looks like the Kenner, uh, the Kenner uh, Star Wars collection. Yeah, the from the ninety eight release and some from the Episode One. All good stuff. How'd yeah. you get into it? Uh, if uh, you don't mind I me asking, into it, bro. I, I just it started with. Uh, I was just um, I was just surfing on on um, OfferUp the app. I was surfing on OfferUp, and I was just having the itch of wanting to like buy something, right? I was just searching, and then um, I thought, okay, well, what's something cool? I've been wanting to start a hobby, bro, because you know I, I just been wanting to start um, co- collecting stuff because I see a lot uh, all the time. Like, there's certain people who I know who have a large collective of cool stuff. And, um, I started taking over my dad's office and slowly I started adding some pieces that 
started inspiring me or things that in my life that inspired me. Like, for example, I have Kobe's jerseys. I have, um, I have a picture of the Joker from uh, the Heath Ledger version Joker because his performance was just crazy, insane good. I now added MF Doom. I've added Star Wars. So these are things that just inspire me. So I started, then I started picking out things that inspire me, like in my life, what has influenced me in some way, what has made me who I am. So then I started going back to shows, TV shows, things like that. And uh, I started with Power Rangers. So I got these um, uh, action figure Power Rangers that they like, it's their head flips and stuff. And you can see their actual face and stuff. So I got that. And that just inspired me as a kid because I remember, you know, watching Power Rangers at, at an early age when it first started. And I just remember, you know, always watching that and like just thinking like, you know, how cool like, you know, martial arts was and all that at the time. These were teenagers right. in school and, you know, they were just, you know, kicking butt or whatever. I, I, I Somehow that influenced me or inspired me somehow. I don't know how, but it has somehow. And, uh, then I started going down the line, like what other shows inspired me when I was a kid, what do I want to hold that's valuable to me? That's more than money. You know, what's just precious to me. So then I, Ninja Turtles is another big one. Yeah. Um, it's always been special to me. I loved the movie when it came out, always watched the cartoons. I loved their video game. Their video game was just awesome. Um, played with Ninja Turtles since I was a kid. So I wanted to have it and like value it for what it is like for what it for what it did to me because it influenced me in some way to be more imaginative be more creative and then i went into other shows i started i, I watched batman in the 90s on uh, the animated series yeah. and i thought well i want to i want to own those characters that inspired me um and then i got into marvel um so and then star wars uh so yeah just really what's inspired me that's what i what i purchased something that's more valuable than money so i don't know if i'll ever sell those maybe there might be a point in my life where i, I feel like oh yeah we need to get rid of these or i might pass it down to someone in my family um i don't really know what i'm going to do with it i just know that inspires me when i look at it like i get inspired to still stay childlike but not childish and yeah, I've so I've collect. I started collecting a lot of stuff. So now I have vinyl. I have comics, cards. Um, I've been collecting rapper pops. So rappers who I feel like have really influenced hip hop. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely in a collector mode right now. That's good, man. Good for you. Yeah, I like that. A little creative outlet for you to to take on. That's uh, it's very important. Sometimes it does help the creative juices. Yeah. I know when I collected a bunch of video games, it definitely helped uh, spearhead the podcasting and stuff that I did. So it definitely helped on my end. Yeah. Helps with a lot of education, too. I just got to find the balance because you know where you like, you want to collect so much like too fast. Like I'm trying to like slow down and you got to be patient when you collect stuff. So you also have to be because it's very easy to be like, Oh, I want that. And then you just want to impulse buy, but I have to be very disciplined in what I purchase and trying to get it at good prices too. So, you know, that's another trick, I guess, to the trade. You got to be very patient, do it slow, pick certain pieces that are going to be valuable to you. I can't believe, uh, speaking of that, I was looking up on eBay 
for I I sell but I sell stuff on eBay. Okay, but then, so you're still selling on eBay, all right? Yeah, yeah, but then I still find things that I want to buy on eBay too, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is, but I catch myself almost rebuying the same things. So initially, when the first series of Thirty for Thirty, the first set of ESPN films, mm-hmm. I had that Blu-ray set. Now. I let my uncle borrow them, but I'm kind of a little timid of saying, hey, remember those DVDs I let you borrow eight years ago? Uh, I want them back. <laughs> you know, the whole box set? Yeah, yeah. But these back in the day, the Blu-ray set, Blu-rays were like, that whole set probably cost me like 50 bucks back in the day. But I still loved the 30 for 30 series that much. I bought it. So I kind of was looking at the whole entire 30 for 30 series. Mm. It's like 80 films. Mm. They they have them on eBay for like 40, 50 bucks. But Blu-ray, a whole a nice little box set. You know how yeah. like the 30 for 30 had a, it looks like a yeah. ticket? Right. Well, this thing is is displayed in a ticket mm. in mm. a little ticket box. So I thought it was pretty cool. And then yeah. you get the classic first batch of the 30 for 30s. Right. It's yours. It's physical. Something you own. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is that I already have, I think the other 30 for 30 that I bought physically, it's on my YouTube. Well, not physically, but it's digital, is the 30 for 30 on the gentleman Joey Chestnut, the multi-time winner of the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Hmm. And it's about Joey Chestnut and his uh, his Japanese rival, Kobayashi. That's so this Kobayashi episode. guy yeah. um, couldn't. At one point, he couldn't do the Nathan's hot dog eating challenge because he was contractually obligated to do everything that the company that signed a contract with, that had him sign a contract uh, to, basically told him was like, yeah, you could do all these uh, these uh, eating events, but you can't do the Nathan's hot dog eating challenge. And so it was like, wow. so for the last like three or four years, Joey Chestnut actually had a rival who can wolf down hot dogs as good as he could but he could never fight against him because he's contractually obligated not to not to yeah i won't spoil most i won't spoil most of the most of the story but it shows you know the how joey prepares for a competition but then it shows the 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 very intense rivalry of (laughs) how do you prepare for something like that swallowing a bunch of hot dogs and stuff (laughs) dude how do you prepare for there's there's (laughs) jaw exercises that he does and it's ridiculous how do you even get into that like how do you be like oh yeah what do you want to do timmy when you grow up oh i need a bunch (laughs) of hot dogs like how do you how do you evolve down hot dogs Uh, what do you feel you're talented in oh scarfing down hot dogs like (laughs) how does that work kids sound like that all innocent. Skull for Don I want to wolf down 50 hot dogs in two minutes. How does that happen? At what point in your life are you like, I'm good at this? Like, <laughs> I can have more of these. Yeah. Like, are you at a Dodger game and you just swallowed the whole hot? Like, I don't get how that happens. It's like, yeah, I just had a whole row of these. <laughs> what if I tried more. three or more? Like, if this was a competition, mm. I'd really do good. <clears throat> And that's when it began for Isaiah Martinez. Wow, Isaiah Martinez. The Dodger dog demolisher. Stupid. 
Yeah, that that would be a funny moment to see. I would, I would like to add, that would be a question I would ask too. Like, how did that even come about? It's the I weirdest lo- thing ever. On to different subjects. I love Target. I love the fact that they are up to snuff with their COVID nineteen shopping restrictions and guidelines and policies and all that. Uh-huh. What I also love is the fact that their cashiers are so. So easy to work with because, and I'll give you an example. Uh-huh. I had to make a grown man purchase the other day. I don't like going out and buying my coffee. I'd, I'd rather make it at home. It's easier, simpler, and way more inexpensive than me heading to my local coffee joint hmm. and grabbing the 7-Eleven cup of coffee that I usually get. Oh, okay. So I wanted I had to get a Keurig. So I ended up getting the this Keurig that's pretty boss. It actually has the uh you can actually have uh, the regular K cups or you can have your regular cup of coffee through the with regular coffee grounds. Okay. Either one. It's a two in one. It's pretty cool. The re- the water reservoir is customizable. There's a lot of features on this thing. So I ended up going to Target, going back to the story, and I ended up finding the the one model that I wanted. It was the last one. So I got in my cart, and I look at it, and I'm like, wow, the, the tags, like the seal on it's loose, and the box looks beat to crap. So I'm wondering, I'm like, did someone like use this already? What's going on? But, but it already had like the, the security mechanism on it. So mm-hmm. I couldn't open it and check it myself. So I just, it was the last one. And I'm not that guy to be like, hey, can you check in the back? If it's not on display, I'm not going to bother them. And since that's only one, I go to the register and I ask the cashier, I'm like, hey, is this pretty normal for the boxes to look like this? And I say it just like that. And she's like, no, it's not. And I was like, even the seal at the top, it's it's completely off. And she was like, no, it, this isn't typical of how they should look. I mean, I I can give you 20% off or or I can can grab the an, an, another one. I was like, no, no, I'll have the 20% off. <laughs> you just total it up and I'll be on my merry old way. I'm sorry <laughs> for causing such inconvenience. 20% off. Off a off a Keurig, so they hmm. they will mark down the price on the outside cosmetics, no matter. And I and I as soon as I came home, opened it up, brand spanking new. Still had all the wrapping and everything in it, so it was just beat to crap on the outside. But amongst nice. these pandemic-ridden times, you cannot take those risks. You just can't. Not that I encourage anyone to do this. But make sure you get yourself a watchful eye for the sake of sanitizing or making sure everything's clean. I agree with you, bro. I think... uh, I think as you're sipping coffee right now, right? (laughs) No, I actually got water. I'm just making... I'm I'm sipping it in a coffee mug, though. Um, Yeah, that's that's dope, bro, that that they even offered the 20% off like that. They could have easily just been like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Is that our last one? Yeah, it's our last one. You know, they could have been kind of like that about it, you know. 
So, but I love Target, bro. I, I think Target, I, it's actually a hate love thing for me. Cause I, like, I love Target, but then I hate it at the same time because, you know, you go in there and there's like just more stuff that you want. And so you end up, you know, spending more than what you kind of came in there for. Um, and like Target, Walmart, those kind of places, bro. I try to avoid if I, if possible. I last had to make a trip to target because, um, I went with my cousin to go record shopping or whatever. And she brought her, um, her baby with her. And I guess the baby went number two and there was no, uh, there was no diapers. So we had to stop at target. I had to get out and go get some diapers in tar- and target. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, bro. Um, but as I went in there just for diapers, I'm seeing all this other stuff that I want. I'm like, yo, I need some, I need some, I need some sweats too real quick. And then next thing you know, I'm like, Oh wait, I need, let me pick up a CD. I need a CD for my car. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, whoa, hold on. Let me see what other figures they got real quick. Cause I'm adding to my collection. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's very difficult for me to walk out, you know, with just what I came in there intended for. Yeah, yeah, trust me. I Oh, my gosh. It I, the one thing I had to go get. I wanted I once you're looking at all the Keurigs, you just don't want the simple one that just makes one cup and you have to keep refilling the reservoir. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Right. If I can have a 12 cup reservoir, I will have a 12 cup reservoir cuz I'm not trying to fill that thing up all the time every day. That's not me. True. Yeah. I agree, bro. I don't yeah. think so. It's just ridiculous. You know what? Amidst all this. <laughs> I like how you're all upset about it. <laughs> I am. I am because you know what? I'm I'm really? ashamed. I'm ashamed, you're ashamed of saving 20% from yeah. my cure of off a of cure egg. Because well, those things are pricey. Well, what are you gonna do, man? You gotta you gotta yeah. save, you gotta save, man. Yeah, I didn't I wish there was uh something else I could have done. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm glad I saved that much money. I did want to ask you though, um, yeah, because you you've been a collector before, right? We talked about that. You were been a collector. You collected uh, game consoles or not consoles, but yeah, you actually yeah, you collected everything everything related to games. Um, well, what I wanted to ask you is like, if you could if you could collect um, f- or if you wanted to or if you did collect figurines, what would you start with? Um, or what would you go with if you were to if you were collecting figures? If I was collecting like action figures yeah. for the sake of figures, myself, yeah. right? My first thing I would go and start collecting. I do like how the older Ninja Turtles looked, like the Playmates Ninja Turtle series. Yeah, those were amazing, especially because the Ninja Turtles Playmates the uh, the the action figures that you'd get from the maker of play the, from the maker playmates, you'd get so many uh you'd get so many uh weapons. Mm-hmm. Shredder yeah. had his cape. Shredder had uh his uh his little razor gauntlets on his hands already. Yeah, his cape was pretty so cool. The attention detail on that cape was cool. Um, and what else? What else would you go with? I'd also go with. Oh, dude! I as a kid, I always wanted. Because I used to get all the Power Rangers, but then the Megazord. 
Like the the Megazord to me was super cool. But then 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 came across the Tiger Zord and then the uh the Dragon Zord. Those things were cool because they would be taller than the taller than the uh the action figures themselves. Yeah. I don't I would never collect any of those villains that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ever had. There's like those, a lot out there. There's yeah. a lot. But the the regular first series like Trini, Zach, Kimberly, Jason, Billy, I'd be down for all that. And, and Tommy, what like else would Green you Ranger after Tommy? That? After that, for a long time, I was really chasing a, a lot of cool looking WWE action figures, like the older ones or like the modern ones. the The Elite series actually looks a lot better than the older stuff that they used to have. Mm. So I'd go with that. And if I was going to oh man, one throw one throwback series that I really liked as a kid, but I didn't really end up buying or end up going into detail with. Um the Earthworm Jim Earthworm Jim had the cartoon dang, series and the video games. Dang, you're gonna bust that out of the back pocket? Yeah, but Shut Earthworm Jim had cool action figures. Literally had a princess called Princess What's Her Name. I remember that. Yeah, I remember Princess What's Her Name. Earthworm Jim had. I mean, ooh, that's a throwback. Yeah, that's a throwback. Like I don't know if um, if the, because I remember he used to. I don't know if his his, if he was detachable, but I know Earth one of Earthworm Jim's powers is that he himself would whip himself. Yeah. Out of his power suit. Yeah, I remember that. But. He also had a fr- he also had a, a a pile of snot that was his friend. I don't remember yeah. that part. So he had, he had a, a friend a pile of snot that was his friend. Hmm. Wow. He also had that, but yeah, Earthworm Jim and all that. Those would be the ones I'd start collecting if I was going to do that. But right now, the market for all that crap is. I and I and I say it crap as in collection of stuff. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not right, spitting. Right. In, in front right. of your collection here, I'm, I'm, right. I'm in awe looking at all this good stuff. But yeah, man, I, it's it'd be it'd be tough because once you go down that uh, walk that aisle, you gotta keep walking it. And I see that you are strutting, styling, <clears throat> and profiling with all the action figures. Yeah, and the Batman animated series stuff super crucial to the childhood. I actually have the animated series, uh, the whole series, mm. on my, uh, on digital. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That, it was kind of hard Batman to find. The Batman animated series is so awesome. Yeah, it was kind of hard to find. It was, like, I think underrated a little bit because, uh, like, a lot, a lot of people talk about it, but I remember it, and I was I thought it was awesome. Like, the Joker was awesome in that, and it was played by even Everything uh, was Mark super Hamill, dark. right? Uh, I think he did the voice. Yeah. yeah super dark. Yeah. I just thought it was dope. I think the Harley Quinn in it was dope. It's funny that you actually have both of these uh, franchises in the mix of the same in the same little uh, glass yeah. case here. Because did you ever see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Batman? Yeah, uh, animation. Yeah, thing? The, yeah. It dude, was dope. It was dope. I never Batman fighting Shredder. I mean, I never in my life was ever so excited for a, a fantasy matchup like a Roku Saki, the Shredder right versus Bruce Wayne. That's like that's like dying to happen. Dude. Yeah. And I like the fact that both of them like were going neck and neck. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, how about the how about the one scene where it looks like Shredder floats, like how he floated in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many down. Easter eggs in that yeah. movie. Yeah. I recommend everyone on Come Sit with us to watch the uh, to watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Batman. Yeah, watch it. It's late. It's it's really good. It's written very well, and the premise is awesome too because it intertwines both. Um, both key pieces of the franchises and melds them together and really gets really good. The whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Chef's kiss. Very good. By the way, I did have a dirty Roger very recently over wow. at our, over at our spot. Didn't say nothing. Wow. No, I didn't say nothing. Do you know why? But I couldn't come sit with us. Wow. No, but do you know why? <laughs> Who was it? Okay. Why? The reason why is I, I'm driving home. Mm-hmm. They didn't put the cherry in the drink. Okay. It's like one of the key things in there. There was well, a there was a lime wedged in there. Don't you remember they did that before? They slipped up like that. They forgot the cherry. Oh yeah, there. I called them out. And I was like, yeah, hey, what the like, hell? What's going on no. here, bro? But the uh, they put a lime instead. A lime. And I didn't think nothing of it. A lime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The you know how they spear through the the right right. But I don't know. Lime, I don't know like, what management's doing right now. I don't know if there's like a. <laughs> the, I don't know if there's a Mascherano cherry shortage in in correlation with this COVID outbreak. I don't know if. No, I don't know if those things are the same. Wait, wait, wait. So how did you end up getting a Dirty Roger without Mark and uh, without Mark and Andre without Andre and myself? I sense. Like, how did that happen? It just happened like how. It, what do you mean? It How it ju- happened? What do you mean it just happened? <laughs> I went out to have drinks. Well, to have di- uh, to, to have, have din- lunch. You said din to have lunch. I'll say that dinner. No, it wasn't dinner. <laughs> it was okay. lunch. Lunch. By the way, their French toast that they have on that menu on the brunch uh-huh. menu, phenomenal. What did she order? She. We had pizza. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's exactly right. So you guys had pizza. So she had pizza. You had pizza. Yeah. Okay. And she had a Dirty Roger too, or did she have something else? No, just me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Took her to the Players Club. Wow. <laughs> what would you call it that? How dare you? It's not even called that. It's like just Union on Yale. <laughs> Took her to the Players Club. All right. Dang, that's like where that's like where come sit with us originated from. Like, I wish we could. I wish we could record there weekly. That's where we. That's where the idea sparked. I think from. Yeah, you know, came from there. So she took her to the players' club. Wow, it's not called that. Why you keep calling it that? (laughs) I just remember the time, like you, Mark, and I. You Mark and I'm talking. Yeah, about, yeah you, you, like you're not Mark. <laughs> you Mark and I. So you, me, and my split personality, and Isaiah. <laughs> you like if I'm Andre, you Mark and I. Anyways, you, Andre and myself, we were there. We had a good time. We were we were knocking down some drinks. I remember, and you know, we had some company. Right, we had some company that came through the door. You know, everyone was vibing. Everyone was cool. Yeah. You know, uh, I think. The um, young lady, she was a bartender herself, you know, enjoying her, right. her night. Um, uh, I don't know what we were talking about. I know Andre started started conversing with the other um, two women on the side about some sort of debate or something. Yeah. And um, 
you and myself were talking to this uh, girl who was also a bartender. Um, you know, the, there's just there, and it was a cool night. It was just a cool time. Everyone was vibing. Everyone was chilling, having fun, whatever. Um, but yeah, there's been there's been times there where you know we we've, we've been just you know hanging out, you know, chilling. The boys, you know, the players club. Like that's like it's not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the for the sake of total transparency here on the on, on come sit with us, at no point up until today has Isaiah ever called Union on Yale the Players Club. <laughs> so, so ridiculous. I'd say the best. Yeah. I'd say the best part and the most impactful memory that I have is that we did a deep dive on um, on us that that Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. over on Union on Yale. Mm-hmm. And we were discovering a bunch of stuff that we were just like, wow, mm-hmm. how multi-layered is this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many Easter eggs. All, all, all the while, throwing back a few of the Dirty Rogers. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I in, mean, in that night we were chilling fashion. in the Players Club lounge in the back. <laughs> There's no the pit. There is <laughs> no lounge people know people know it's out it's out now people oh know. whatever yeah go, go. i encourage everyone to go find this go go to go to union so, on yale black i want to where's the play where's so the players you brought club? her to the players club for the first time on valentine wait on valentine's or was it on saturday no no it was friday no. it was friday no it was last week oh last week so not this. oh even before yes oh wow on a weekday no weekend oh a weekend yeah, weekend okay okay yeah that changes a little bit then. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm here switching the style up, you know? Yeah. 50 told me to switch the style up. Wow. Wow, that's big, man. Bright in the play. Like, it. not called that. Never was. Never has it been. Never ever. <laughs> On In closing, guys, I do want to thank you guys for tuning in to another fantastic episode of Come Sit With Us. Uh, until we speak to you guys again, I am Mark Flores. And I'm Isaiah Martinez, part of the Players Club. (laughs) And most importantly, be well.